The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 till 11. Let's talk about lawns. It's International Lawn Day today, and on the line we've got Michael Martinez, who's not the former CEO of Diversitat. He's a very famous name in Geelong, but he's the managing director of Turf Care WA and Positively Green. Thanks for being on the program, Michael. Thanks, Mitchell, and uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Well, International Lawn Day today, I suppose with you, every day is International Lawn Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. every day is out in the turf and seeing how beautiful and green it is. How did lawns actually begin? It was back in the 1800s, wasn't it? Yeah, so in 1830, um, an engineer called uh, Edward Budding uh, first got his patent for his first lawnmower in 1930. So I guess that was the start of um, the first lawns and first manicured lawns. And and now we see um, sort of where it is today with sports turf and, and as well people now investing time in their home lawns. Are lawns at home just as popular today as what they were sort of back in their heyday back in those days? Are they equally as popular now? Well, I think we've always had an obsession with our, our lawns and, and being sort of house proud. Uh, so I think it, it stems from, from that. But um, yeah, I think today with uh, what you can get out of the different products we can use and and um, people seeing what the MCG looks like these days, um, you know, everyone wants that at home. So uh, yeah, I think people are getting a bit more obsessed, but they're probably just getting uh, a little bit more out of it as well. So that's no, it's, it's fantastic. Why do you think we like it? What do we get out of lawns? I think it's the uh, it's the centerpiece of our um, our little plot of land. You know, it's our, our signature for the street. Everyone gets to see your lawn when they first come to your house. So um, and it's a little bit competitive. You know, guys are mowing their lawns, and next door neighbours has got a lawn, and they start sort of there's a little bit of competition starting. So. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's fantastic. You mentioned the MCG. How has the technology changed around that sort of sports turf? Because I know that the things they do now and the way that they keep those professional sporting grounds are just incredible. Even then, um, even, the, you know, they have the issues with sporting grounds being in the shade and yet they still manage to have a great lawn. Yeah, well, the, the technologies in, in terms of the nutrients that we put on the, on sports turf and, and even just the, um, the processes like aeration and scarification. Those things have come a long way um, in the last probably 10 to 15 years and, and it is a real science. Um, I think it used to be a little bit more hard work and now I think people are sort of focusing on the science side of things. So, um, yeah, it's, it's really the, the technology that we're seeing in, in a lot of the products um, that's you know, getting that little bit extra out of the turf. So you've got some tips for us on how we can create a lawn that will get our neighbours envious of our lawn. Um, what are the top tips that you can offer us for how we can get a nice lawn? Well, I think first and foremost, using a really good wetting agent, um, and one that, you know, one that really wets up the profile. That's, that's like the base of having a really good lawn. Um, and then, yeah, there's some really good products around nutrition, uh, slow release products. So slow release fertilizers are, are definitely the way to go in terms of fertilizing. And you get a nice 10 to 12 weeks worth of greening rather than just a, a boom and bust, you know, two weeks worth of greening from the, from the old style upfront fertilizers. Um, and then, uh, yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of really good, um, microbial and biostimulant products as well on the market now that help to get the roots and the, the plant cell walls really thick. Do you have any thoughts on the water consumption of lawns? Cause I know some people have said, oh, our lawns, the most environmentally sustainable things because they do use a lot of water. And at the moment, our water storages here in Victoria seem to be doing quite well. But in the future, you can probably anticipate that there may be water restrictions. Any tips on having drought resistant lawns? 
Well, not so much on drought-resistant lawns, but like I said, with the technologies around wetting agents and um, there's a couple in particular that actually store water at the root zone. Um, and so we, we're seeing over here in WA that uh, those products are, are showing us a 30% reduction in water use. Um, so they've been really, they've been really revolutionising for the industry. Um, so that's why the, the wetting agent is really the centrepiece for your lawn because it allows you to sort of really trim back that water and, and use it wisely. It seems like there's a few different types of lawns that are popular, different types of grass. Are there any particular types of lawns that are in season or that are popular or fashionable at the moment? Uh, on, on a lot of the, the lawn attic pages, everyone's you know, either Team Buffalo or Team Cooch. So, I mean, they're probably the two biggest varieties. Um, Cooch is, is the most predominant variety in, um, in sports turf, but yeah, in home lawns. Um, it's, yeah, it's anything from Cooch to Buffalo and even people using Kaikuyu, um, which is, is basically a sports field um, based turf. And how much time do you need to spend on your lawn? Because people, um, I think you say, want that golf course look, which is perfectly manicured. Does that require a lot of hours every week to maintain? Uh, yeah, I, th- I guess the, the mowing side of it. Um, people are starting to mow their lawn two to three times a week now, which is um, which is great. And, and I think people get a lot out of that. They, they're out there and they, they get a bit of peace of mind and, and they like seeing the, their lawn getting striped up. Um, but yeah, you can, there are a lot of products as well that actually um, regulate the growth. So you can, you don't have to be out there um, to have the best lawn in the street. Uh, you'd have to be out there all the time. You can, um, yeah, there are some really smart products that actually get the grass to um, grow sideways rather than upwards. So uh, yeah, again, really smart technologies. And are people um, going for that sort of MCG? Look, you know how they do the, the sort of mowing in strips and it has a, a nice effect. Do people try and do that at home or not? Oh, definitely. Yeah, that's all over social media. And I guess that's the that's where the um, the push across social media has been. You know, people showing off not just to their next door neighbour. Now they're now they're saying to show off to the to the rest of the world. So yeah, the stripes and the and the using a cylinder mower um, to get those stripes is yeah is definitely the um, the craze at the moment. Well, thank you very much for being on the program. Get out there and celebrate International Lawn Day and uh, hopefully it's a good one for you. No worries, and spring's just around the corner. It is too, isn't it? Thank you very much. Uh, Michael Martin is there, who's not the former CEO of Diversitat, uh, the managing director of Turf Care WA and Positively Green, talking about International Lawn Day. The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 to 11. Or search for Mitchell's Front Page on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or wherever you get your podcasts.